Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. This is series two, episode 102, and we are going to study the uh, section in the Easter uh, portion of the Come Follow Me study manual, which covers March the 30th to April 12th. Uh, it's called The Atonement of Jesus Christ Cleanses Me and Helps Perfect Me. I hope that you enjoyed your experience of the fast, the worldwide fast yesterday, and hope that you've seen blessings in your own lives from this fast and have felt the peace and assurance that comes through this atonement, which we are studying uh, so um, conveniently, I would say, but also, you know, it's a great blessing that we're able to study this atonement at this time leading up to Easter, but also with the um, these struggles and worries that are going on in the world. We want to focus today about the atonement's power to cleanse and perfect us. And we're going to look at two of the examples that are shared in the uh, study materials. First of all, the people of King Benjamin and then Alma the Younger. In Mosiah chapter 5 verse 2, it says this, and they all cried with one voice, saying, Yea, we believe all the words which thou hast spoken unto us. And also we know of their surety and truth, because of the Spirit of the Lord omnipotent, which has wrought a mighty change in us, or in our hearts, that we have no more disposition to do evil, but to do good continually. And this is one of the many purposes of the atonement. Obviously, the, there's many blessings which we've spoken about already with the resurrection, the fact that the Saviour has suffered our pains and sufferings for us and can support us, but also the fact that it helps us to desire and be able to receive a change of heart, um, which is such an important part of what we need to seek to do through the gospel. Elder David A. Bednar said this, quote, As we press forward submissively with faith in the Saviour, then because of his atonement and by the power of the Holy Ghost, a mighty change takes place in us or in our hearts that we have no more disposition to do evil but to do good continually. We are born again, yea, born of God, changed from our carnal and formal fallen state to a state of righteousness being redeemed of God. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, old things are passed away, behold, all things are become new. Such a comprehensive change in our nature typically does not occur quickly or all at once. Like the Saviour, we also receive not of the fullness at first, but receive grace for grace. Close quote. So obviously, this change that happens doesn't happen straight away. We may have an experience in our lives that builds our testimony, that adds belief to our um testimony but the actual process the actual conversion process changing us to a new creature in christ is a very slow process which takes a lifetime that's why we're here uh, and you know it's something which we can take heart in knowing that this this process of cleansing and perfecting will not happen in one day it we're not going to be perfect tomorrow but making sure that we can rely on the savior each day through continual prayer and developing that relationship with him we will one day be so uh, we're going to move on now to uh, Mosiah 27, and um, this is such a fantastic um, section. It's covered in um, Mosiah chapter 27, verses 8 to 28. But we're going to focus from verse 22 at the experience of Alma the Younger and his conversion experience. And of course, this conversion, I'm sure he would state, didn't happen all at once at this point. But this was a big change, a hinge point, if you like, uh, in his um, spiritual life. In Mosiah 27, verse 22, firstly, I wanted to point this out because it's a great example of the power of fasting, which of course is relevant to uh, the events of yesterday. Uh, so this is obviously uh, something which we can take heart in, that things maybe no, won't happen straight away. And actually, you know, the people fasted uh, and prayed for two days and two nights, so it didn't happen straight away. Uh, and so we will also need to look out for the blessings of the fast, which we took part in yesterday. But I also like the fact that it was two days and two nights, which is a 
wonderful link, a parallel to the resurrection of the Saviour. Uh, of course, he was resurrected and given a renewed body, uh, a perfected body, after two days and two nights. And so Alma went through this experience and he came out renewed, reborn in Christ, which was is a beautiful uh, parallel there. But in verse 24, uh, it says this, um, when he when he awakens, he says, For said he, I have repented of my sins and I and have been redeemed of the Lord. Behold, I am born of the Spirit. Now, what's interesting here is that Obviously, Alma had to repent and he had to be redeemed. And um, as we are, as we go through this experience, we recognize why we have weaknesses, uh, because, of course, without these weaknesses, then there would be less requirements to to plead for forgiveness. Hartman Rector Jr. Uh, said this, quote, giving us weakness, however, is one of the Lord's ways of getting our attention. He says this is the means he uses to make us humble, but he also says that if we come, will come unto him and have faith in him, he will make strong wherein we are weak. I know this is the truth. There are numerous examples in the scriptures that vividly illustrate this principle. Alma and the sons of Mosiah in the Book of Mormon, Peter and Paul in the Bible, to name a few. Alma was going about tearing down the church until he met an angel who turned him around and made him one of the greatest missionaries we have any record of in the Book of Mormon. Close quote. So these weaknesses that we have are there for a purpose. And whilst at times we may bemoan our weaknesses and be and find ourselves depressed because of them, similar to Nephi in his psalm in Second Nephi chapter four, um, we can also find that joy uh, that we can be made strong in our weaknesses. But we must rely on the Savior through the blessings of faith and repentance. Uh, in verse 25, uh, Alma continues, And the Lord said unto me, Marvel not that all mankind, yea, ye men and women, all nations, kindreds, tongues, and people must be born again, yea, born of God, changed from their carnal and fallen states to a state of righteousness, being redeemed of God, becoming his sons and daughters. Um, this spiritual birth, this spiritual rebirth is necessary for us. Uh, and it's through the atonement that it's made possible that we can be cleansed and renewed toward perfection. Bruce R. McConkie said this, quote, The spiritual birth comes after the natural birth. It is to die as pertaining to wilderness and carnality and to become a new creature by the power of the Spirit. It is to begin a new life, a life in which we bridle our passions and control our appetites, a life of righteousness, a spiritual life. Whereas we were in a deep abyss of darkness, now we are alive in Christ and bask in the shining rays of his everlasting life. Such is the new birth, the second birth, the birth into the household of Christ, close quote. And of course, there is wonderful parallels with this, with kind of physical birth, spiritual birth, spiritual death, physical death, and the things that uh, we learn from that in terms of the plan of salvation. One thing I like that in verse 26, it says, and thus they become new creatures. And unless they do this, they can in no wise inherit the kingdom of God. Now, it doesn't say there unless they are clean, they cannot inherit the kingdom of God. It says, unless they become new creatures, they can't inherit the kingdom of God, which is why this is so important, why we must fail, why we must fall and then be redeemed, because it's through that process of repentance and cleansing and the, and realizing our dependence on the atonement of Christ that we can then be have that great that acceptance and humility to accept that the power of Christ is so needed in our lives and that's when we can start to rely on him more and become more perfected and become more like him if we didn't need to go through this experience and become new creatures then we may try and be as clean as we can but we just will not be a new creature we will not realize the, the importance of the atonement but for those of you that are thinking well i i can't you know 
access this at home and it's not enough for me and what I've done. Well, uh, there's some great words. I mean, obviously, Alma the Younger was one of the people that went as far as you could go. Um, Marcus B. Nash said this in a general conference talk in 2006, quote, There is much that is evil and unclean in music, the internet, movies, magazines, and in alcohol, drugs, and tobacco. As to any evil and unclean thing, my young friends, do not even touch it. Disguised in such things as, as is a hook that sets subtly and much more suddenly than you dare think. And it can be an excruciating, excruciatingly painful process to extract the hook. Alma described that for him, the process of repentance was nigh unto death. Indeed, indeed, he stated that nothing could be so exquisite and so bitter as were my pains. There may be some of you who have been involved with that which is unclean or evil. Take hope in the doctrinal and historical fact that Alma's faith in the Lord led him to repent. And as a direct, direct result of his repentance, he experienced such happiness through the power of the atonement of Christ that in his words, there can be nothing so exquisite and sweet as was my joy. Such will be your experience as you seek the Lord through repentance. Close quote. And I want to end with that, that the atonement of Christ is what cleanses us and helps us to be perfected. And as we recognize the great blessing that the atonement is that he wrought, then we can see great blessings. And as we study together tomorrow on Easter Sunday and rejoice in the resurrection and further about how the atonement cleanses us, I hope we will all be uplifted and edified in that. Thank you for listening today. If there's anything you've been studying, please share it at MattSRoberts90 on Twitter, or you can email session at gmail.com. And of course, you can join the Facebook group Churches. Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me and hear and see the things we are sharing and studying there. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.